If you love Jesus and you love people, you're going to want to be out there where the action is. And if you find yourself distracted by everything in life, just too freaking busy, lots of excuses, or uninterested or feeling jaded about helping people get to know Jesus and walk in his ways, then you may be suffering from a lack of love. Either a lack of love for people because you're more worried about your pride and appearance and what people think of you, or maybe a lack of love for Jesus. You really don't think he's all that great, worth going out of your way to introduce people to. But either way, this is a love thing. This is a Life School Podcast, episode number 223. Welcome to the Life School Podcast, where each week you'll learn how to live with greater intentionality and an integrated faith that naturally fits into every area of life. This is the stuff that your parents, teachers, and pastors forgot to tell you. I'm Heath Hollinsby, here with your host, Caesar Kalinowski. Hey, Heath. Good to be with you, my friend. It's starting to heat up. We're getting to that part of the life and year. And nice summer. They say July 5th is when summer starts in the Northwest. Huh. Technically the What do you day. got going on with the kids this summer? Anything uh, fun? Yeah, we got a, a tubing trip. We're going on some camping excursions doing some hikes. Oh man, Mr. Outdoorsy. Yeah, we love it. We are, um, I've, I think I've mentioned before in the podcast that 4th of July in my neighborhood is nuts. Yeah, you did say it goes crazy around here. <laughs> yeah, and it's like nuts in a great way, but also like maybe the most fireworks I've ever seen other than at larger municipalities. Huh. It's more than like the city probably. You know, it's nuts. Wow. And uh, like, and there's like tents and jumpy houses. And I think we're getting uh, this year, uh, I think it's worked out. We're getting like food cars, you know, food oh, trucks wow. and stuff. And so instead of going away, because the last couple of years, and it, it wasn't necessarily on the 4th, but around the 4th, Team sure. K, our family, we, we rented a house like on a coast or something, you know, and kind of all hung out and had really good connection time and friends too would come and all but this year we're just all doing it here in our neighborhood oh cool and you just it's gonna be a party oh so yeah and so literally you can sit in my front yard on a lawn chair and see the most amazing fireworks i've ever seen (laughs) from my buddy kevin just going nuts and everybody pitches in like thousands of dollars it it was a mountain of stuff last year like what's all that that's that's what we're firing off tonight and then then he has a cannon (laughs) oh my god and it's like every window in the neighborhood is like car alarms it's so louder oh oh yeah 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 but it's it'll be super fun so oh fun yeah we always go south to a to some neighbors they have her her parents house is down south of about an hour and 10 minutes and it gets crazy and there's river tubing and you know beer and brats and america and it's we're gonna have all that except for the river tubing here in the neighborhood (laughs) (laughs) we do a bottle rocket some year you need to come and hang out here for the fireworks and all i should do that it's so immediate you just pull in park in my driveway we'll eat stuff and sit in the front yard and watch i oh, mean that'd be cool. it's so nothing it's not this wait in line and drive and park and yeah you know oh, what it'd I mean? be fun yeah we should yeah. do that all right so today we're going to be talking about how and where really more like where to find your unique people of peace okay and we have talked about people of peace what they are before i'm gonna i'm gonna do a little brief kind of reminder teaching on that but i get a lot of people still saying like okay that helps me know how to notice them, mm-hmm. right? And I'm going to go over that. But then, but where do they come from? Where where are you at in life that you're just fine running into so many, you know? <laughs> and so I've really thought through this hard and tried to figure out how do I teach that so that we can be aware of it? And then sort of second, tangentially, there's a cool word, yeah. connected to that is how do people move then? Like once you find people, uh, just people, yep. um, and you kind of swimming in the right pools, um, how do people move naturally from, acquaintance to then like a person of peace 
because oh, you don't you question. don't start out that way. I, yeah. I don't want people to think it's like I was at the store the other day. Boom, person a piece. I could just tell it. Mm, not usually, not usually that quick. That's an acquaintance. Might have been a real nice person. There's some other rings of relationship that they're going to move through naturally. Yeah. Generally, before they become a person a piece, and I'm going to really take us all through this, and uh, it'll. I think it's going to help unlock a lot of people. Awesome. Yeah. It's, okay. it's, let's do it. So good, good news there. Okay. So uh, let's talk about real quickly, people of peace. What, where does this term come from? It comes from Jesus. It comes from scripture. Um, uh, and I want to jump off right. I want to jump straight into scripture, looking at Jesus model for identifying people who would be basically disciples of his disciples. When he sent them out, he's like, here's what you're looking for. And this will give us a model too, for how, how and where and how to find people who God may be directing us toward who could one day become disciples of Jesus and be a part of our family life hmm. and missional communities and all that, right? Yeah. So here, here we are. We're in Luke 10, 5 to 9. Okay. Uh, Jesus says, Whenever you enter someone's home, first say, May God's peace be on this house. And if those who live there are peaceful, the blessing will stand. If they are not, the blessing will return to you. Don't move around from home to home, he says. Hmm. <laughs> okay. He says, Stay in one place, eating and drinking what they provide. Don't hesitate to accept hospitality because those who work deserve their pay. And he says, if possible, like heal the sick and tell them the kingdom of God is near you now. Wow. Great, right? Yeah. So let me point out a few principles that will serve you here. Okay. So Jesus sends out his disciples looking for what we call people of peace. Now, why do we say that? Um, it's those who would be initially open to them, to him, and to the good news of the kingdom. Hmm. Uh, Jesus sends his, them out in pairs two by two just to kind of remind us of that right um at, but as a group but then they go out in, uh, in pairs yeah. and so what he's saying is when you pronounce peace on someone he's not saying like this is what you should do guys and this he you do go to your neighbor's house knock on the door and pronounce peace and if it stands and like what he's saying is <laughs> when you're nice to someone when yeah. you bless somebody you know like we teach blessing word action or gift yep. when you're blessing generous nice helpful to someone and they receive that blessing. They're not like, no, 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 thanks, or whatever. Yeah. They receive it, and they're grateful. And often they look to serve you back, i.e., uh, offer you something to eat or mm. drink or let me give you a hand or whatever, right? Because we're looking at principles here. Then he says, stick with that person. Stay there. He says, don't go to the next house. Don't go to the next house. It's almost if he's teaching don't this whole door-to-door thing. Yeah. Not Jesus' model. Mm. When you find someone who receives a blessing, stick with them. Cause, and, and eat whatever they have, drink, receive it, right? Yeah, that's cool. And so he's telling me, you know, pronounce a blessing of peace over these folks. And it's not a literal pronouncement, like, you know, may peace, God's peace be on your house, right? <laughs> it's the idea is that, you know, you're looking for those you bless. Are they looking to bless you back? That's hmm. really what's going on. And then he says, stick with those people. So in other words, for us, who are the people in your life that are leaning into relationship and faith? Like, you're getting to know them. We're going to talk about the rings of relationship in a minute here. Like, they might be friends in your life, coworkers, could be a neighbor, might be an extended family member who just sort of, they like you. Hmm. Like, you've tried to bless them. You've tried to be like Jesus to their life, been generous, been kind, help them out. You've shouldered maybe, like, crap in their life, pain, sin, right? Sure. And they're leaning back. And they know you're Christians, you know? They're not freaked by that. In fact, they might even be a little curious about your faith. Hmm. Right. So first thing I would say is like, who's like, who's like that in your life right now? Anybody come to mind where you go, you know, I got a friend of mine, there's a neighbor's like, he's always curious about my faith. And like, yeah. I've 
you know, I've taken him out to eat and then he's like, oh man, thank you so much. And he receives it and then he's like, I'm taking you out next time. And then he does. And it's, yep. you know, right. Yeah. I and, would say both na- at our house. I mean, the neighbors directly on each side of us are, are these sort of people just, it, and it's almost interesting because, because, you know, I was raised as like, no, Christians are the ones who bless. And I like the paradigm shift here of like, no, it's okay to, it's okay to receive that from somebody else who doesn't even claim faith yet. Like, it's okay to be blessed. Yeah. People want to bless you. Let them bless I you. I have neighbors around here that I think are people of peace, but they've so blessed me more. They're like, they're outpacing me in yeah. the really nice, generous blessing type of thing. Absolutely. You know? That's beautiful. And I'm just, I'm like, okay, I'm sticking with them. I don't, <laughs> I don't need a hundred more. I'm not yep. trying to build a crowd, a stadium full of people. Sure. And here's the thing, like, like, just pause a second with me and think about it. If every believer identified one person of peace or a couple, you know, like yeah. a couple identified a couple or two couples or something like that, and they just really did life with them. And now imagine you're in a missional community, five or six couples, and you each identify one other couple. Well, you've hmm. just doubled it. And remember, they're leaning in. It's not hard. You're not trying to talk them into anything. Yeah. They like you. They want to hang out. Yep. They're kind of curious about your life. Like, why does Team K roll the way they do? Yeah. How come you and your wife, like, I've seen you fight, but then you forgive like crazy, and it's fun, and yep. it doesn't, it's like, it's not like it's a cloud over the room. And you're like, what's up with that? Because no, like, I get it. You know? Yeah. And so here, here again, just to kind of summarize, how to identify your people of peace, is there a natural bond in chemistry hmm. with that person? Um, do they seem to be leaning into relationship? They look to serve you back and be with you. And they seem kind of interested or at least not turned off by your faith and your lifestyle and all that's going on, hmm. right? Now, I'm, on many occasions, I have people say to me, like, well, I'm not this huge gatherer of people. You know, sure. I'm just not a people person. I'm not wired like, to be the life of the party, apparently, like you guys. Well, <laughs> I tell them, don't worry about that, okay? The, the more naturally gifted type A, super outgoing people in your community, they're going to find lots of these people. Hmm. But look for who's your one, you know? Like, yeah. who's your one? Because... God has created everybody uniquely and, and as a part of a family and part of our his family, our family. And there's going to be people that just dig you. Trust yeah. me. I've never found anybody, if I spend enough time with them, who doesn't have a person of peace in their life. Hmm. Anyway. That's cool. So don't worry about trying to be that. T- everybody thinks like, oh, I'm just, I'm too introverted. I'm not, ex- you know, I'm not extrovert like you. Or like, nah, that's not what it's about. That's just not what it's yeah. about. Okay. So um, start by looking for people already in your life this way. And then you're going to want, like, where do you look for them? Like, that's where we want to move to next. Like, so, okay, that's how to identify them. But where do I look? We'll start looking for people that sound like that already. Okay. Pray, ask God. Like, is that a person of peace? Hmm. Then I, I'm going to give you next is I'm going to give you four people pools, kind of pools of people that you can look for these people in. Okay. And then you're going to notice how they work themselves through the rings of relationships. So that's where we're going. We're going to look at four pools of people, and we're going to talk about the rings of relationship. Hmm. Make sense? Yeah. Let's okay. Do it. So here's four pools of people that you might already do life in. Like, in other words, you're already spending time with people in, I call them pools, okay. right? Like, just, you know, a pool of people. Your neighborhood, there's proximity there, yeah. right? There's proximity. Who in your neighborhood are is like that? Might mm-hmm. be leaning in. Like, you know, you hang out with them. They always want to chat and talk. They always bring you something. They want to yep. help you. They want to help with the kids, right? Um, are you spending time out there around your neighborhood? Like it's the best thing you could do is go walk your dog or just walk and pray or okay. walk. T and I walk around with coffee. We've got neighbors seriously to walk around with wine. Like there's these thermos wine cups that look <laughs> yeah. like a normal cup until you look at them and then, look, then they're shaped like a wine glass and all. That's funny. And, and they, they brought them and given them to us so we could walk with them. Oh, we just walk cool. around the neighborhood, drink wine, talk. It's crazy, oh, right? That's cool. So that's one of the pools of people, people in your neighborhood. Those are my favorite because they're close. It's easy mm. to do life, right? It's easy to be family with them. Sure. Here's another pool of people. Third spaces. You know what third spaces are? Uh-uh. 
Third spaces are, like they say, your home is your first space. Okay. Usually work is your second space. Your third space is where do you like to hang out, like a cafe or okay. a pub? Some people, it's the gym, you sure. know, like one of their third spaces where they make friends and hang out a lot might be like their black box for the CrossFit or something like that yeah. or gym. Or it could be like, you know what? Every afternoon I take, I walk the kids to the park and mm-hmm. they burn off a bunch of energy and there's a whole bunch of moms there. It's a third space. It's neutral. Starbucks, classic third space. They've made their whole yeah, that's, money that's on, on third spaces, right? Yeah. Civic groups, okay? okay? Civic groups that are, every city's got tons of them, like the PTA or the Chamber of Commerce or other business associations, you know, if you're involved in business or management. Sure. Maybe it's your HOA, your homeowners association, or maybe it's part of being part of your neighborhood watch, hmm. or maybe you join the board of a nonprofit organization that but serves your community. Sure. There's a pool of people there and a pool of relationships that you might find people of peace in. Huh. Right. So there's three so far, your neighborhood, third spaces that you enjoy, not like, oh, I hate this place, but there's people here like, no, find one you enjoy civic groups and then your work and your job. That's another place where you're going to have a lot of interactions with humans. Now, Hmm. there's a caveat with that fourth pool, though, the work job one is it can be tough. Work related relationships and friendships, acquaintances may not live near enough for you to become disciples later on and people of peace. Because remember, the goal is always to make disciples. Discipleship, the process of moving from unbelief to belief in every area of life. Well, in order to do that, you're going to have to spend a lot of every area of life together. Sure. And for too long, we've said it every episode almost, the church has just like dropped the discipleship ball because we thought it was about handing off knowledge or teaching people the Bible or something, and that's discipleship. No, it's helping to move from unbelief to belief to live out the gospel in absolutely every area of life, trusting Dad mm-hmm. in every area of life. So sometimes you'll meet someone in that pool, that fourth pool work, right, yep. that can be maybe a person of peace. They seem like it, but they, you, you live an hour from work, they live an hour the other direction. There's no hope for doing life together, generally, normally. Yep. Sometimes, yeah, you can kind of figure out a way to cross-pollinate that, or or you go out of your way to treat them like family and they move into your neighborhood because they just want to be a part of your community. I've seen that, hmm. but that's, that's the rare. But those are your four pools of people to sort of swim in to look for people of peace, neighborhood, third spaces, civic groups, and then maybe at work as well. Yeah. Okay? That's really cool. So like a lot of people are probably in most of these. Some people are in all four. Some people say, well, I live in a house, so I guess it's in a neighborhood. I rarely go to third spaces. Um, I don't give any time to civic groups, and I don't go to work. Yeah, exactly. or, or I go to work, but you can't preach the gospel there. Well, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about looking for people of yeah, peace, right? Normal, normal humans. Yeah, right. Now, in those pools, you're going to starts out with acquaintances. And so what I want to talk about, and I have to sort of help people like visualize something here and I'm going to put, I'm going to put a graphic connected to the big three this week and on our show notes and all that. So you can see it, but there's these rings of relationship and the outer ring is acquaintances. The inner ring, then there's four rings is disciples. Okay. Okay. Here's how it goes. When in all those four pools, when you first meet somebody, you're not sure who they are. You're not sure if they're a person, piece, whatever we call them acquaintances. They're just, you know, and you got a lot of them. Sure. In, in that outer ring is the most amount of people. People that, you you know, you might know their name. You see the clerk at the store all the time. Yeah. You see the neighbor down the way. You're always waving, hey, man, I love, you. I love your new fence or that new lawnmower. I got to get one, you know, whatever. <laughs> but it's an acquaintance because okay. the next ring is friendships. Okay. Some acquaintances move to friendships. That's the next ring moving towards the center. And there's less people in that one. Hmm. Not everybody who's an acquaintance becomes a friend. In sure. fact, 
Few do, yeah, right? Most don't. But some people kind of, you start to become friendly with them. Mm-hmm. Now, the next ring in is which of those people seem to be people of peace? When you pronounce peace in their life, when you bless them, mm. when you give yourself away, we've taught on invitation and challenge before, when you're inviting them into your life yep. and you're sharing your life and your stuff and your time, they're leaning in. Mm. Those people of peace, some of them are then going to really lean and become disciples. They're going to be people who are like, I want to walk with Jesus. I don't know that much about him. I want to walk or I was raised, but I'm far from God now. I was raised in the church, but I don't go. I'm not sure. part of it or whatever. So the four rings of relationship, again, moving inward. And please download the big three so you can see this for yourself. Acquaintances, tons of those in the outer ring, in all four of those pools. Some of them become friendships. Some of those friends are going to really lean in then become people of peace. And then some of them are going to really stick and you're going to start to disciple them. Hmm. And then, and I, and I have to, I'm just being realistic here because I have people, I go like, that's a person of peace, but I can't get enough time to disciple them. They're just too busy. Huh. And so I'm keeping my eye on them because they return peace. They bless There's me back. Something there, yeah. There's something there, but you know what? I'm going to give my best time and focus and prayer and effort to those who then those people of peace who are in proximity yep. and they'll spend time and they're not always too busy and you know, because yeah. they're actually leaning into discipleship. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. So I, now one more thing, your focus in each of those rings, remember the four rings, acquaintances, moving to friendships, moving to people of peace and some being disciples, your focus changes in the acquaintances ring. You're focused on gaining connections. So okay. be a nice person. Like, don't just have your headphones on. Yep. You're, so third space, you're at a third space and you're like, well, I'm out there. Caesar said, that's one of the pools I should be in. But you have a book and you got your headphones in yeah. and you get your cat pulled down, you know, over your <laughs> eyebrows. You're never going to meet anyone. You, yeah. you know, so the, your focus is gaining connections. Sure. Okay. Now in the friendship ring, you're focused on growing relationships. Hmm. More time given. Yeah. More investment. commonality, yep. more investment. Yeah. Great. Right. In the friendship ring, your focus is growing relationships. For those who seem to be leaning back and leaning in and are interested in your life, and it's it's more than just a friendship now, there's a spiritual component. What's your focus with people of peace? Developing spiritual interest. Hmm. You're, you're, you're leaning in a little bit. You're going, hey, could I share something with you that has helped me in my marriage yeah. and, and why I can have trust, even though, you remember I lost my job last year, but... God provided, and and, yep. and I told you that, and you're like, that sounds crazy. You guys are just lucky, or you know, let me really explain what's going on there. You know, yeah. so you're you're developing spiritual interest in that ring of relationship, and then with disciples, what's your focus is doing life together around Jesus. Yeah, that's what's going on with disciples is you're doing life together. Remember, discipleship the process of moving from unbelief to belief in every area of life. So a discipleship relationship, you're doing a lot of life together. Hmm. So I know this would be easier if you could see it. We're on a podcast, but I do have these graphics so you could download the big three. These two graphics will be there to go with it and you can go back and you can listen and then it'll make a whole lot more sense as you walk (laughs) through it, okay? Awesome. So it really, this whole thing though, like no one will do this, Heath. No one will spend the time to invest in like say one of the pools, the four pools that they're not in. Like, hey, you know, I could I could give myself and serve a little bit at a nonprofit or join a civic group, you know, sure. and just to build relationship, build acquaintances, you know what I mean, right? Find yeah. acquaintances, connections, make connections. Um, but none of this, we're not going to do that. We're not going to like pronounce peace on people or look to be a blessing and then invest in in more and more time in people if we don't love them. It's really a love yeah. thing. And, and my buddy Ben Sternkey, who's also a master disciple maker, and he's been on the road with us teaching for launch and all, and he's connected to 3DM for years and years, and I just love the guy. He said, if you love Jesus you, and you love people, you're going to want to be out there where the action is. 
Hmm. If you find yourself distracted by everything, uninterested or feeling jaded about helping people get to know Jesus, you may be suffering from a lack of love, either a lack of love for people, you're more worried about your pride and appearance, or a lack of love for Jesus, Hmm. you don't really think he's all that great. Wow. And that cuts, man. Yeah, that really, It really cuts hard. And, you know, I'd say if you really grasp the degree to which God loves you, and believe that the gospel's really good news for everyone, you're going to let those fears and old patterns of self-love fall away. Absolutely. You really will. Give those fears to Jesus. Remember, he's your friend. (laughs) Mm. He's in all those rings. He's in all those pools with you. Say, when we only hang out with our own families or other Christians all the time, we're both committing the sin of Israel and their isolation from others, but we're living out a dead-end sort of spiral of self-fulfilling prophecy. Oh, nobody's interested in, in anything to do with church or Jesus or anything around here. Well, you're not out there. You're not, yeah. you're not intentional. You're not in the pools, and then you're not watching those relational rings as they move. Ask God to take away any fears and selfishness in this area of your heart and life and grow your love and to see how beautiful his gospel is and like what good news there is, you know, yeah. we just talked about in our last episode 222 about how the, the beauty of the gospel just permeates all of life and that whole pattern of prayer and how we can pray the gospel over yeah. everything. Like maybe you need to pray for more love that you actually, you know, like the self-love and fear and self-fulfilling, like, oh, no one wants any. Like, no, that's not true. It just yeah. isn't. Give it to God and trust him. Really, you get yeah. to. I, I was reminded just even now as of a tweet that you put out a while back that was, that essentially saying that you'll not look every single person you make eye contact with today is an image bearer and worthy of respect simply because they're the Imago Day. So it's the same thing, like intentionality of and, and worthy go. of love and yeah. yeah. So time. you don't have to like you don't have to just be so short with like the barista at Starbucks is not there just to make you a it's coffee. Your sister. It's a sister, yeah. It's an image bearer. Like, oh my gosh, of who? Of God? Yeah. The really the living God? Yeah. Put your phone in your pocket and engage them. Make eye contact. Ask oh, how they're dead. Man, you know, like, no kidding. But it does require a level of intentionality, which I think it's easy to lose that if you yep. if you don't have So <laughs> hopefully this helps you realize those are the pools of relationship. What am I looking for? And then how do they move from acquaintance? to that center ring of people we're actually doing community and discipleship with. Now, some of those other people in those other rings, they're still part of your life and they're still, they're sure. friends and they might even be people of peace, but they're not really spending the time to be discipled just yet. Mm-hmm. And that's why a missional community is a lot bigger than just who goes to your church. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's always all these rings, I mean, at least the middle three, right? Where you have friends and people who are becoming people of peace and then those people of peace that are leaning into discipleship with you. They're all part of your missional community. That's that's how you identify them. That's where you find them. That's the movement of relational, you know, from acquaintance to disciples. So yeah, I hope that's helpful. Yeah, totally. And, and again, we're going to give that not only with the big, you're not going to just get the big three as a free download this week, but we're also going to put the images that you were talking about. Yeah, so it'll make so much make more, sense, more sense. And you might want to go back through it. And you might even want to hand those out like in your small group or missional community yeah. and then listen to the episode or something like that. Yeah, yeah. and it's also, yeah, keep track of it. Yeah. You know, like you can have put people's names as, as you see they're moving through the rings and like... Well, and yeah. one of the big three is I'm on a little challenge to do something like that. Oh, Good. You're, you're reading my mind, brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the big three, a free download is a PDF. You get it for free by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash big three. And the three things, if nothing else, we want you to walk away with. Don't from miss this episode. these. Yeah. Okay. First one, God has placed unique people of peace in your life already. Hmm. They're there. I promise you. Jesus says they're there. Here's how you find them, right? So all of us have people who like us and are leaning in, quote unquote, toward relationship. Some of those people will also be interested in spiritual things 
and Jesus and why you live the way you do and believe what you believe about God. Mm. Trust that when you start to bring intentionality to finding those people God has already chosen, you will find them waiting. Mm. So who's your one, right? It's not, you're not trying to find a crowd. Yeah. If we all just had, if everybody in the church today found one person apiece and would give their life to them, the church just doubled worldwide. Oh, yeah. Amazing. You know, yeah. right? Easy. Second thing, God does not expect you to, quote, close the deal on salvation with everyone you meet. Remember, discipleship's the only mission Jesus gave us and commanded us to do. Discipleship takes time. It's not a one-size-fits-all proposition or series of teachings you're just trying to run everybody through. Helping those people that God has uniquely chosen for you to help move from unbelief to belief about who God really is and what he thinks about them and how they now get to live, that's what, that's what discipleship in Jesus' model is all about. Hmm. Helping people move from unbelief to belief. Every area of life about yeah. what's true of God, what's true of them, all that. But it's 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 not a like I got to close the deal. I know yep. I, I grew up under the tyranny of that. It's like no no no. Find a few, give your life away. Absolutely. And number three, don't miss this. And this one's kind of a little bit of a challenge, a little walk away. It's the hands part of it, right? Identify which of the four pools of people you're already consistently swimming in. What is one new pool of relationships that you could add or be more consistently, you know, into in your life? Hmm. And then, how could or will you get involved in that pool? Okay. So, you know, just think through that. Like, what do you have to give? And it's, do something that you're interested in. And let God lead you in that. And can you identify at least one person of peace in your life today? Who is that person? Hmm. And then here's what I want you to do. What's the very next step or conversation or activity that God's asking you to do with or for that person? Ask the Holy Spirit, what's next, Lord? Hmm. And then do that. Just do that. Like, don't freak out. Like, well, I think I've identified a person of peace. He was in this pool, and I watched them. They were an acquaintance. They became a friend. Now they're interested in spiritual things. I don't know what to do. Just what's next, Lord? Yeah. Just ask that. Do that. Then ask again. Rinse and repeat. Just do yeah. it. Ask, do it. Ask, do it. You know? you know, it's funny. As you're talking, I was thinking about one of my neighbors who, he's just been in our little town of Furcrest. They have like twice a year where they do. You can take a truckload of, of junk to the dump for free and get rid of it. And so people like, you know, get rid of mattresses and all that. And he had a big truck, and he knew we didn't have one. And so, the first time we had this this dump days, he's like, "Hey, why don't like dump if you, days. Yeah, for, he's like, why don't I take if you want to use my truck, like I'll help you load all your stuff and take it for you, and we'll get to hang out." And I was like, "Well, this is looking to serve you, right? Yeah. What's and going then, on there?" And then every time there's a hot day, I remember a couple of days after that, it was like he walked out and he had two cold beers in his hands, and it was like, "Oh man!" And so it's easy to recognize, like yeah. you know, he's pouring in. You'd be an idiot if you didn't recognize Are you that. leaning back as he's leaning in? Yeah. yeah. If so, I said, hey, you know, I don't drink beer. Or, I'm sorry, I don't got time for this right now. Like, no, you have to take those opportunities as they come. The next... Malia and Troy Miller, who are like super active on the oh, Facebook yeah. group. They're right. And, and, and I'm actually coaching them right now. I love them. They're family. We love them. Um, they just recently ordered up a big like dumpster, you know, like the kind that they have to put in the street because okay. you're like you're remodeling or whatever, yeah. clean out your house. They purposely got one like way too big. Okay. And they said, we're going to leave it here a whole week. And they let all their friends and the people in their commissional community, most of which are you know, believers. Sure. Uh, they said, hey, if you, you got stuff you want to put it in there, let's do it. It's become this whole community project wow. of people helping people get rid of their stuff and clean out their garages. And this dumpster's filling and that's so cool. pictures. It's, it's, oh, that's it's, really cool. Yeah, it's really, it was a union. And they purposely did it that way. They said, we, we could have done such a smaller thing yeah. or whatever, but... We figured if it's, if we have this issue, others do. And yeah. now they're looking who's coming, who's willing to accept that and say, oh, I got some stuff, but I need a hand. It's 
too heavy. You know, all that, right? Oh, it's beautiful. It's so, I mean, everything can be. <laughs> keep up the keep up the good work, Miller family. <laughs> yeah. Hey, okay, so those are the big three. Again, if you want the the takeaways as a free download, you get those by going to one two three lifeschool.com forward slash big three. We'll get them to you right away. Awesome. If you haven't yet uh, subscribed um, and given us a rating and a comments on on iTunes, please do. Like, you know, we can work hard to get the show out, but. There's something with the algorithms and them seeing people comment and leave stars that they start pushing the show. If you go, well, I don't use iTunes, I use Stitcher, or I use yeah. this or that. There's about 10 a month yeah. now. Just then do the same thing on whatever your current thing is. Yeah, right. Pay it's... it forward. Like, pay, like, love us back by at least subscribing and leaving a, a, you know, a, a rating of some sort or review. And then would you share the show? Can I ask that right yeah. now? I'm just going to ask for you to share it. If you're hearing this right now, you're on some sort of device where you can, there's that little square with the arrow pointing up, or you can click a share button on, yep. our, on our site, or whatever you're listening on. It's a whole, like, you got to move your thumb an inch. I know I'm asking a lot. <laughs> like, just move that thumb an inch, share this going, like, man, I dug this, you should hear it, yeah. you know, something. Super Would you do that for us. me? Yeah. Yeah, or text somebody if you're like, hey, this episode really could work for hey, us. Hey, what's or... going on next week? Yeah, so next week we're talking about discipleship as reparenting the culture. Yeah, I don't even know yeah. what to name that episode, but <laughs> yeah, it's we're going to talk about how so much of discipleship is really a reparenting of people. Hmm. Like you're really teaching them how to live in God's family. Yeah. Like to be in this family, right? How fun is that? Yeah, and it's just some amazing parallels, and it kind of unlocks my heart a little bit, and I, hopefully it'll unlock a bunch of people. So, awesome. Well, join us for that. That is next week. Thanks for being with us today. If you want more information on the show, you can get it by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash podcast. La, 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 la.